0: Hello, my scary friends. Welcome back to another edition of Borderline Texas Trash. I am your host with the most, Uncle Boo. (laughs) You wonder why I'm doing the show like this. Because this is the Halloween edition. Well, this is episode 77... And I'm throwing a little Halloween in here for you, schoolie-goes. hmm Well, I hope everybody's having a good time. Welcome on back to some Borderline Texas trash, episode 77, my friends. Wow, it's been a long journey. This is our second Halloween on the show, guys. The second annual, yes, and we're going to have a Halloween party and I'm going to be doing some podcasting and from casting from there for sure. So, keep in uh keep coming back cuz next episode 78 I'll have some that's that stuff on there. I hope everybody's having a great week. And of course, if you're listening to this, you made it through the week and it's motherfucking Friday beach. Yes. Oh, yes. The weekend is upon us. Time for some crazy Halloween parties and get to dress up and be people that we're not. That's one thing about a Halloween. You can be anybody. Anything. And it's okay to be that. It's pretty awesome. I like to run around acting like I'm a, a bee. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, yeah. That was pretty interesting. I got spiritual. But anyways, guys, welcome back. Another good episode. This is the Halloween edition, baby. It's going to be fun. We, of course, got stupid news. But after that, we're going to talk to Uncle Dickie down there in his spooky-ass old bayou. And uh, we're going to hear some stories from him. So, (laughs) and then I got some stories, too, uh, and some other stories. Halloween stuff and then I'll wrap it up with my typical ramblin' bamblin' bublim bubblin. How's that grab you grab apples? Alright. Well, I guess we'll start in with some uh stupid news. Alright, we will start off the stupid news today. <clears throat> Precious government is blaming the COVID spike on unvaccinated people. That's pretty funny. If we're having such a spike, how come I'm not feeling it in my little town? Don't get me wrong. We have numbers and we have people that are sick with it, but the numbers aren't up. Because I get a call every time the school district gets a case of COVID. And I haven't got one in a couple weeks. In fact, it's been less calls this year than last year way less yeah and last year we wore a mask and people weren't really pushing the vaccine yet hmm yep that's what our sweet government's doing they'll turn their back their back on you when you don't fucking agree with them okay and in and israel an artist got a bunch of volunteers together to pose naked and they only covered their backside. But they was covered in white paint. So he got a picture of these. I bet you it's like 100, 200 people. And it's at the Dead Sea. It's something about a, he did it for the or preserving the uh, Dead Sea. So they did this. And uh, that's about 200 people. And this guy took a big old picture of it. And it's pretty cool. It's just a bunch of people in white paint. But ass naked. All you see is butt cheeks and backs. Huh. Yeah. Check it out. It's in Israel. And then a Turkish woman is 24 and she is 7 foot tall, 7 inches. And she now has the record for a female and the biggest uh, person of all. So she's got two records. Yeah, man. Could you imagine dating somebody that fucking tall? Because I'm like maybe 5'9". that's what my license says that's what I've always said I'm 5'9 yeah whatever I wish but um yeah I'm like I'm like 5'8 um I'm not very tall but just think how it would be if you dated somebody that fucking big that would be weird as hell (laughs) I mean just think of the size difference jeez that would be crazy Ain't that what the kids say these days? No, these days they say, Cray Cray. I hate that shit. That's so retarded. Who thought of that? It's dumb. Cray Cray. Uh, That's just the old man coming out at me. And number four, a Lithuanian man breaks the record for sitting in ice for three freaking hours. Why would you do that? And how? I mean... Wouldn't your balls and your peckers shrivel up inside you and wouldn't your feet turn purple and your hands and everything after a while? I mean, wouldn't you almost die? Get hypothermia? Yeah, but that crazy fucking nut did it. Glad it was him and not me. And a town in Nebraska makes the world's biggest ice cream sandwich at 2,960 pounds. They had to make it into big old, in a big old uh, 18-wheeler. In a refrigerated fr- uh, refrigerated 18-wheeler. Yeah. That's how big this motherfucker was. Thing was huge. And then we got The Nightmare on Elm Street House. Do y'all remember that movie? Yeah. Well, of course, it was filmed in L.A. Um... But the house is for sale and it's listed listed at $3.5 million. Wouldn't that be cool if you had the money to go around and buy these houses for chill, you know, where they filmed movies? That'd be pretty cool, man. Cool as hell. Okay, and then number seven is uh from Colorado. A hiker goes missing twenty four hours and cause he wouldn't answer his phone. I guess they kept trying to call him, and he wouldn't answer his phone because he didn't recognize the number. So they can got a big old search party for him, and they found his ass, and they're like, why didn't you answer your phone? I didn't recognize the number, which I can't blame him. But in a situation like that, I'd be like, yeah, go ahead. I'm out in the middle of the nowhere, so if it's a bill collector, bring it. Yeah. But anyways, that's it for the stupid news. Now remember, stupid news is brought to us by Security Finance. Go there for all your financing needs, baby. Go talk to Carrie. Tell him you're a friend from Borderline Texas Trash. Uncle Boo sent you. Right, a right, here in Mineral Wells, Texas, in the Brazos River Shopping Mall. That is Security Finance, Mineral Wells, Texas. Okay, well, I guess it's that time to get Uncle Dickie's booty root in here. Let's see what his scary old ass is doing. Well, hello.
1: Hello, everybody. You know who this is? This is your good old friend, uh, uh, Uncle Dicky. I'm so glad you stopped by to my creepy place in the swamp down here in Boothville, Louisiana. But you know who this is? This is Uncle Dickie, baby. It's time to get spooky, spooky like a monkey. Funky like a monkey with some spunky beans, babies. I'm glad I'm, I'm, I'm kind of glad y'all came out to see me tonight, guys. It, it, it's been real nice, y'all, coming up and checking on Uncle Dickie here. But, um, yeah, the reason I'm playing this scary music because it's the scary time of year, baby. It is. Halloween is around the corner and it's amongst us and it's gonna get us all, babies. I hope everybody's having a good week at work and having a good time. Everybody loving and just being good to each other, babies. Being good to each other. Mm. But yeah, this is Uncle Dickie. I hope everybody's fine, living wine, eating wine, drinking wine. Um uh, Everything's going good in my neck of the woods we we kind of back to normal we got our we, we got a lot of the cleanup, all the cleanup done, and we just uh, starting to build now and it's just it's like i said, it's it's a it's a big old family down here. We take care of each other down here and, and, and that's just how we do it babies that's how the uh, that's the American podcast enjoy uncle Dickie does it <laughs> but yeah, I got some uh little stories I had some time to on the old it in there and use the the, 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 the copier here at the shop. Yeah, here in the old office. I, I'm kind of getting away I know I, I I know how to do this stuff because uh, okay. Oh, first of all, I forgot. Oh, I am Uncle Dickie, you stupid mother.
0: Anyways,
1: and if you hear some gallon in the back, that's just my dog's Playing and being nasty and dirty touching each other but anyways we're gonna start out we're gonna do some uh all these places i'm gonna go over are here in louisiana i don't think i went over them last time but if i did i'm sorry if i do it again okay we're gonna start out with the bentley hotel in uh, ax oh ax- axa Lira, louisiana uh, the Bentley Hotel is a classic hotel located in downtown Alexandria that opened in 1908. It reopened as a mirror room lounge in May 1st, 2015. This hotel is said to be haunted by several ghosts, including the original builder, Joseph Bentley, who passed away on the third floor. They say you can see him wandering around the halls of the Visitors to the hotel also claimed to hear voices of Generals Patton and Bradley discussing war tragedies in the Mirror Room Lounge. This hotel was featured in an uh, episode of Ghost Hunters in 2011, where they had many strange, unexplained things happen to them, like people. And a lot of rest lately. Okay, now we're going to go over the Diamond Grill in Alexandria, Louisiana, in the same town. <laughs> okay, legend that 924 3rd Street in downtown Alexandria is the upscale res- restaurant started as a jewelry store in 1865 by Scottish immigrants in Louisiana. When they decided to turn it into a restaurant in 1931, they wanted to do a alter to the uh, history of the building. The urban legend of Diamond Grill says that an old jewelry store employee named Stella was unhappy that they changed from being a jewelry store to uh, they changed from being a jewelry store, and now she haunts the restaurant. The restaurant. spooky sounds are made in the middle of the night and doors are randomly locked and unlocked. Former director Leslie Leslie White now haunts the Alexandria Zoo. Lee devote, Lee's, oh, Les devoted his life to the Alexandria in the zoo, pleading to turn the zoo into a into something special. He passed away of a heart attack six days before his 56th birthday, and visitors claim that he still had unfinished business in the zoo he said that you can hear his voice and spot his spirit moving around the zoo so you go to the zoo baby you just might catch more than a zebra or an elephant or a monkey or something you're gonna see a ghost going boo dee okay now we're gonna go to like prison. It's place is huge, babies. Rumor has it that their Perry Cavellan, a late legislator form of Aviolosi Parish, had a heart attack during the debut in the uh, Old State Capitol. He, o- he passed away and was buried near their home in Marcusville, Louisiana. But people claim that he piles the building. Security guards have claimed that have claimed to have claimed to have motion detectors go off on their security cameras in in a row, as if someone is moving room to room. Uh, an even creepier event happened in 2009 when paranormal investigators picked up the voice of the entity singing, "You are my sunshine." the living dickens out of Uncle Booey. I would to get the fuck out of there real quick. That's killing Uncle Dickie quicker than it's quicker snob, baby. Oof. Okay, the next place we're gonna go to is Pleasant Hall, Louisiana State University in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. That's where the water boys from. <laughs> Here is an urban legend that can be backed up by almost. Um, any LSU alumni, our alumni or students, there are two versions of this story revolving around a resident that looked to take her own life during the infamous, during the oh, take her life in the infamous room 312. Once, once versions say that a girl shot her. One version of the story is a is a girl got shot. A girl shot her boyfriend. Then decided to take her own life. The others say that the girl jumped from the window of her room. While there are there are many stories, or there are there are any reports or police reports to back up the stories. Students swear by it. Many residents, to Pleasant Hall, claim to feel her presence, see her, or have seen her. that's pretty 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 creepy right there let me tell you oh i'm sorry i'm rattling around i'm almost done we got the us USS kid in baton rouge louisiana the USS kid is a world war ii and korean warship that's open to the public for touring the naval destroyer has a rich history but most people will tell you about the kamikaze attack that killed 38 soldiers and wounded 55 others on April 11, 1945. The USS kid was reclaimed after the attack and is now docked in Mississippi River in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, at a naval war memorial for those who died. Visitors claim to see the spirits of the fallen voices from soldiers in the sleeping quarters. you mm, juicy. Okay, this one is the Logan Mansion in Threeport, Louisiana. The Vic- Victoria-style house was built in 1897 for a beer distributor named Lafayette R. Logan. I wonder if he's kind of Hulk Hogan there. <laughs> uh, local legend says that Collision says that eleven year old Theodore Hunt lived to her life from the front window of the attic in nineteen oh four. Only seven years after that it was built. The current owners, Vicky and Billy and LeBron, now keep a log of all the creepy things that happen in the house, like items spots or door locks or unlocks and the thick, uh, and the jiggles of a little girl in the attic. There are his today is we got two more real quick we're gonna do. We got Oakland Cemetery in Shreveport, Louisiana. This cemetery has has creepy has a creepy reputation, but Oakland Cemetery at the insurrection of Miami Street and Grand Avenue takes the cake. The cemetery's celebrity spirits, Nathan Goldkind said to haunt the uh, area around the grave. He was burned at Oakland after being murdered for cheating during a poker game match by Gus Logan. Locals say his spirit won't rest due to his killer being pronounced from death row. He has a percent for his he has a pursuit percent for the lady. And many women on their tour claim to have their uh, hair played with when they pass by the grave. Hmm, pretty creepy. We got one more, baby. Okay, we got Elliber Road School in Shreveport, Louisiana. Shreveport, Louisiana is apparently a hotbed for the haunted location. One of the creepiest sites in the old George Washington grave school or Carver School as always has an elaborate road school. It opened back in 1957, but it closed the doors in 1973 due to low attendance. An urban legend in Shreveport says that one of the janitors used to torment the kids until they disappeared, and now the spirits haunt the halls forever and ever. I've enjoyed my scary stories from Louisiana. But this has been Uncle Uncle Dickie. And don't forget, baby, this is the most recognizable voice in podcasts in the day. You guys will be very creepy and be good, be real. Don't be here drinking too much of that stuff. Now get behind that wheel, babies. Y'all have a good Halloween. Be safe, be good. This has been Uncle Dickie. We'll see you, baby. Bye.
0: Well, glad y'all got to hear from Uncle Dickie and his stuff he likes getting into that, and he knows uh he knows some people that seen some stuff and uh, likes to dab in that voodoo stuff well you know down there in Louisiana, it's a pretty popular deal <laughs> well, talk to Uncle Dicky, I guess we'll uh go over some uh we got four four legends of Halloween I looked up to go over. So let's check them out. All right. We got the jack-o'-lantern story to tell you about. The Amityville Horror House. We got the Halloween Massacre and the Murder Cabin. Ooh, spooky, man. All right. Here's the story of the jack-o'-lanterns and the legend of Stinky Jack. It's an Irish myth about a man nicknamed Stinky Jack is believed to have led to the tradition of the carving scary faces into uh, gourds. Yeah, they started doing it on gourds instead of uh, pumpkins at first, so they would uh, cut faces into the gourds. According to the legend, Jack Jack tricks the devil into uh, paying for his drink and then traps him Oh, okay. Traps him in the form of a coin. The devil unfortunately takes revenge, and Stinky Jack ends up uh, roaming the earth for eternity, with a place in heaven with uh, oh, without a place in heaven or hell, because neither place would take him. Jack does who uh, does however have a does whatever he wants. He has a lighted coal which he places inside a covered uh, turnip, creating the original jack-o'-lantern. Because back then they put coal in there because they didn't, they'd put candles or coals, and mostly they just put coals in there. They'd carve them and put coals in there to give the uh, illumination of the, you know, turnip being, you know, the face would light up. And then that's when it's got its it got its name Jack o' lantern, because you'd put a jack-o'-lantern out at your house this time of year to uh keep this creepy little bastard away. Mm-hmm. Okay, now we all have seen probably the uh scary the horror movie. It's scary as shit. Um Amityville horror story, right? I seen it when I was a kid and it scared the living shit out of me. God it scared me. But that movie was inspired by true events. You probably knew this already, but I'm just going to say it anyway. On November 13th, 1974, 23-year-old Ronald Butch Defoe Jr. (sniffs) murdered his entire family in their sleep. One year later, the Lutz family purchased the house in Amityville, New York, where the horror took place. George and Kathy Lutz then claimed they experienced shocking paranormal phenomenon in the house, green slime oozing from the walls, a creature with with red eyes, and multiple family members levitating in their beds. Yeah. It's just all sorts of creepy stuff. You know... Excuse me. Sorry about that. (laughs) Ha! I, uh thought i felt something in my one of my beard hairs was tickling and i was like but anyways um yeah uh, supposedly like i said the story this guy gets up now the story goes he's he told cops he heard voices saying you know get up kill him, do it do it do it well and supposedly it's on some kind of ancient land supposedly and but yeah I think he did get convicted of doing it, but it's still... Uh, the people that live there now that's lived there for a while so they haven't experienced anything. But for some reason, it gave the uh, first family that tried to move in there after all that happened... Uh, hell. Real hell. Now, this one's creepy. Need to look it up. It's called the Halloween Massacre. <laughs> okay... There's a picture of a bunch of people uh, dressed up for Halloween from the 60s. So look up the picture and you know what I'm talking about. It's called the Halloween uh, Massacre. And it's got a bunch of uh, costumes from the, uh, you know, it looks like the 40s, the 50s, probably. And uh, back then, they didn't have the ready-made costumes we do now. I mean, they kind of started getting into it, but they were creepy as shit. Well... Supposedly there's a guy with a, a black hood on with horns, and he uh, is just sitting there looking at the camera, and it says a, uh, a stared devilishly into the camera while wearing a black mask on oh, this one particular photo from 1962 continues to spread a legend a story about the, a Halloween massacre the uh plot that the plot goes that the plot goes like this. the man in the black mask in the photo above was in a uh was at a costume party and decided to lock all the doors and uh lock all the doors and all the windows in order to attempt murdering each and every guest. Seven party goers met their end, and the man was never caught. It wasn't until 1969 that the that his mask was found by the FBI. Is it true? Obviously not. But the possibility possibility the uh, the possibility of of a such slang still ends uh, still puts shivers down people's spines today. Yeah, because back then their costumes were creepy as fuck. I mean, you could do something like that today. I'm not saying go do that, but that's creepy, though. Lock all the doors and windows so no one can get out, and then you just start going and killing everybody one by one. What the fuck's wrong with this guy? That's what I'd say. All right, now we're going to go over the murder cabin. It's not really a creepy uh, urban legend, but in the 1880s, in the uh, Ohio mountain in idaho there was a group of hunters staying in a cabin <coughs> and after uh, failing to come home after their hunting trip their families put a search party out to go look for them well the first place they went was the cabin and they found the cabin but it was locked from the inside with the and the windows were also locked from the inside too, and they found all the members dead, and their heads bashed or their heads crashed, and no one uh, knows who did it now. Uh, no one knows who did it or how, but the incident uh, replaced itself in like the nineteen seventies or something. So it actually happened. But the story kind of started coming up again in the 70s, but they started using, uh, you know, saying it happened like in the 50s or 60s. But it actually did happen, and it happened in the 1800s. Yeah, that's creepy. I mean, it's weird why unexplained stuff like that happens. It's just creepy as pizzazzos okay and i guess next i have my stories to tell i mean that was just a uh, scary urban legends if you know what i mean <laughs> all right we're gonna go over my last uh, stories i'm gonna go over today is <clears throat> these are some of the most haunted places in the world you must have heard about. Now I might butcher these names because these places are all over the world. So if I'm sorry if I'm butchering these names and I sound like a, a ding dong reading them. Okay, this. Uh, ha, okay, this is in in India. This is a, bro, Brohongar Fort, Brahangor Fort. The bro, the Brohongar Fort story is that the haunted the haunted fort has. Okay, has put its fort from the uh Alawar district of Region among the most haunted places in the world. Excuse me, haunted places in the world. It's not allowed to visit to visit the fort uh at night. You can see it during the day, but not at night. And according to one of the folklores Okay, sorry if I'm gonna butcher its name, but I'm gonna give it a try. Tanga treka, trek singa singa Tried to tried to use magic to win the heart of a princess, Renetta, Renetta, Renetta. Sorry, Rat. Never mind, Ratafina. We're gonna call her raft, uh, Princess Rafatina. All right, so I don't sound like stuttering, fucking Stan over here. Okay, the uh, Princess uh, Radafina. The princess became aware of the evil plans and ordered him uh, killed. Before dying, the Tandric cursed the residents of the village to die and the houses of the village to remain roofless. Even today, if a roof is built, it collapses. So, are you ready for a trip to the fort? Yeah, they will not let you go there at night. You can only go there during the day, and this place is creepy looking. Yeah. All right, number two is the Fernhill Hotel in India. Horror stories related to the scare to the scariest of the uh, haunted hotels in India came to uh, limelight during the shooting of the Bollywood horror thriller Raza. The story go. The story goes that geographer Sarah Jane and her crew woke up one night hearing the noise of a wreck of a random piece of furniture on the first floor. They tried to contact the resident, but the telephone line was dead. The next morning. uh their uh, friend pointed out that there was no first floor in the hotel, and the incident was only the was only many of a case to do, which the hotel was eventually shut down. Yeah, this is a big hotel, and it's all a first floor, like one floor, and she was getting uh, hearing stuff above her, like furniture moving, so she tried to call the front desk and see what the hell was going on, and the fucking phones were dead. Well, this guy pointed out, number one, your phone was unplugged, and number two, there is no second floor. This is a one-floor hotel. Yeah, pretty creepy. The incident was only one of many cases due to which the hotel was eventually shut down. The popular real-life incident led to the consideration of the hotel as one of the uh, real haunted places in the world. All right, now we're gonna go to Monte Cristo Homestead, Australia. Maybe I got that one right. I don't know. Okay, this is located in Monte Cristo Homestead. is a haunted mansion in the New South Wales state of Australia. The mansion is a pop is popular as one of the uh, haunted places in the world because of the haunted stories related to Mrs. Curley. The Everest owner never came out of the house for 23 years after her husband died and when she died it is believed her bodiless uh, phantom has been haunting her room. People have uh, claimed to witness her body, her bodiless ghost in the window, Strange voices, flickering lights, and the floating ghost in the uh, corridor. Reports and accidents and murders in the mansion have always been there in the past. So, go check this place out if you can. It sounds pretty fucking creepy to me there, buddies. Okay. Oh, I gotta flip. I gotta flip. Okay, now we're gonna go over the... Ardella Atlantic Asylum in Australia. The the asylum in Victoria is the largest abandoned mental hospital. It opened in 1867. The 60 building complex housed some of the world's uh, ludicrous of the uh, British Empire. Stories of stories of stories of the ghost of a nurse, Carrie, have made it popular entry uh, from the uh, Australia in the list of most haunted places in the world. The ghost is believed to haunt the women's wing. Another another tale is of the ghost of an old uh, of old of an old migrant. One of the many patients who were forced to live in the asylum when it was shut down in, in the when it was shut down in uh, 1990. So it started in 1867 and went to 1990. Damn, <clears throat> that's a lot. That is a whole hell of a lot. You hear me? Okay, I guess I'll miss this one yeah sorry for the dead space but we're going on track okay now we're going to do the ancient ram the uh yeah the ancient ram inn in england the 12th century inn located at Glossif sphere has been popular for its satanic sacrifices and its uh many entities The owner even reported being snatched out of bed by an invisible spirit on her very first evening in the house. Fuck that. Yeah, that would have been my last evening in the goddamn house. Damn sure wouldn't have been my first, I'll tell you that much. Crazies. Now we can go check out... The Tower of London. Oh, you know what? I think I found something. You know what? I don't think I did. And we're just going to keep on going. Oh, that's the uh, cemetery. But anyways, we're going to do the Tower of London. The bloody Tower of London. Come on my fingers are sticky. Alright. One of the haunted, haunted one of the most haunted places in the world, the Tower of London, is a popular tourist spot by day. Several princes and others have been executed in the tower itself that dates back to uh 1078. The local tower guards, aka beef eaters. Have reported seeing the headless ghost of Lady Jane Grey, and Bolin, and the two princesses, the princesses who murdered their uncle, Richard III, in nineteen oh in uh, fourteen eighty three. Pretty spooky. That's some weird stuff. Okay. Now let's do the Mark King's Close in uh, Scotland. That's what it says, the Close, not a castle, the Close. The Mark King's Close was a series of underground streets and tunnels in the uh, Edinburgh that led to several homes, businesses, houses in the 16th to 17th centuries. When a plague broke out in this in 1645, the area was abandoned. Certainly, a part of the city tours, that's that's uh, close, has been in the, in the news for sightings of ghosts of an elderly elderly lady, a woman in black, mm, not a woman in white. I'm tired of that. In every ghost story, there's a woman in white and a young uh, Annie. These paranormal sightings have made the uh, Marquee's Close one of the, one of the top haunted places in the world. Now we're going to go to Edinburgh Castle in Scotland. think this is my last one right here. The iconic heritage castle is known to sit on the grounds dating back to the Iron Age. In addition to being a popular tourist destination by day, the castle is the is is the home to a, a spiritual dog, a headless drummer, and a, uh, a phenom piper. During a ten-day scientific survey of the uh, castle in 2001. Several volunteers and scientists reported seeing ghost sightings. Ever since, people have started taking the Edinburgh Castle seriously as one of the most haunted places in the world. Mm -hmm. Well, I hope you all enjoyed some of my scary, spooky stories. I got a little bit more, but I didn't want to bore you too long, and... My voice is getting scratchy, too. Got to keep my voice fresh or I can't talk to y'all.
1: But, yes.
0: I I told you guys how much I appreciate y'all being my fans and listening to my show every week. Because you guys are fucking awesome. I put a lot of work into it. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to be wrapping it up here, so I'm going to start just rambling, do my rambling thing, giving my shout-outs. Like I said, uh thanks, everybody, for listening and always uh, downloading like you do, giving me thumbs up, giving me five-star reviews. Thank you. Go check out my YouTube channel, please. It's lovely, and if you're there right now, listen to this, hit the subscribe button. You'll get notifications of everything I do quick, bam. But, oh i am hoping everybody has a good holiday has a good halloween but i got a little bitching to do. just about everything i mean god what's the world coming to what the heck is just it seems like it's getting worse gas is going up like a motherfucker some stuff you're running out of but then i mean i don't know when all that'll be straightened out you know and then here's what takes me off it's People who aren't vaccinated and who choose not to do it or tell people not to are considered uh, pieces of shit, basically. And they're like, you're not thinking of other people's lives. And well, you know what? In the 80s, they uh, was telling people to wear condoms, but no one did. So does that make the people that didn't wear condoms dickheads? Does it make them bad people? No, they just weren't being smart. Just like it's my choice if I don't want to use a condom. It's my choice if I don't want to wear a mask. It's my choice if I don't want a vaccine. And if I choose not to do any of them, you ain't got to fucking rack me over the coals. It's called We Live in America, Freedom of Speech. I can say what I want. I might, It's my opinion. If I don't want it, I don't want it. And that's that. Now, if people out there listen to my show and have it, hey, go for it. That's what you want to do? Be you, man. I'm not here to deny you for getting it. You know, if you feel like you need to do it, do it. Just don't let the government sheeply, sheeply make you do it. And don't do it because all oh, my friends are doing it. No, do it because you want to do it. Just remember, do it because you want to do it. Not because everybody else is doing it and it's a fucking fad or something. <sighs> okay, I think I'm off my list for now. But, Anyways... I'm so uh, glad Halloween's going to be here, but I'm going to have a good three-day, week. I mean a good weekend, so I hope you guys are going to have a good weekend. I got a Halloween party planned at my sister's, I'm going to do some outside recording, it ought to be fun, fun, I'm going to enjoy it. We're going to do, like I said, do some live podcasting and uh, have some fun, my friends. But that's about done for my bitch. And I don't want to bitch too much because I don't want people to not listen because of, you know, something I might say or ramble off. But, hey, if I do, if I do, I'm not going to apologize for hurting your feelings. That's how I feel. I try to be a little bit politically correct on the show. But, hey, I'm not going to kiss your ass just to get viewers either so going to be true to me man so if you want to listen listen if you don't you don't hey that's fine it's america that's why we live here but i appreciate the ones who do listen pass the word around guys um i'm gonna start keeping uh more stuff updated on my face facebook page so check that out to borderline texas trash instagram borderline texas trash but i think it's borderline texas 69 i think anyways I'll double check that and you went know, on the next episode. But my uh, news is <laughs> that I'm gonna I'm not going to do these every week anymore. I'm going to cut them back and do them uh, one, uh, twice a month because it's starting to kick my ass. Kids are getting older, more involved in stuff, and it's kind of hard to cram all that. And I got four other podcasts to do too. And I want to do a good product, and I feel like I've been rushing, rushing, and just throwing something together to put out for you guys to hear. No, that's not do I do this. I love doing it, and I love putting on a good show that has some meat and juice to it. So, if I ramble too much, too long, sometimes just say, Hey, shut the fuck up over there, okay? You rat-fucking-bastard, you motherfucker, you. Anyways, you guys be good, be real, don't be drinking and driving. Have fun at your parties this weekend. Smoke it up, drink it up, whatever you're going to do, but be safe. Uh Hey... If you uh, want to be you, be you, guys. But this has been Uncle Boo with Borderline Texas Trash, baby. Episode 77, man. That one's in the books. The most recognizable voice in the podcast in the world today. Uncle Boo, babies. I'm the power with the power and I'm sweet to be sour. We're going to get funky like a monkey all night long, babies. Saturday night at Starcade. It's me and you, Dustin. Me and you, baby. You sorry dogs, you... But we will see you cool cats later. This has been Borderline Texas Trash. I'm Uncle Boo. And this has been a Booth podcasting uh, production. Thanks, guys.